Dying Alone Together is brought to you exclusively by Aaron Carr Skincare. talked about date one yeah yeah that's right we you, you've introduced what the thing is right and, and i had a first date. date right and then i was waiting for the second day. i think the second date was supposed to occur that monday after we were mm-hmm. so then okay. and i texted this to you but again to get a hold of you is impossible sorry so i did message this to you but you never responded <gasps> um okay it's coming mm-hmm, back to me all mm-hmm. right I keep filling in blanks um an hour, two hours mm-hmm. before the second date, mm. he messages me and says, hey, someone from my past has resurfaced and I've just got to give them another chance. It wouldn't be right to go out with you tonight. Uh, wish you well. Whew. So, you know, mm-hmm. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in two years. But, uh, yeah, okay. Not unlikely. Right, like you're gonna break up with them the same reason you broke up with them last time, but sure. Um, Gosh, I've, so I speak about that from personal experience twice. Can I just that reminded me of something else too? Very small, quick thing. I've sent that text before. Mm. Different, actually, not that a, a, a former lovers come up. I once uh, texted a guy. I was dating two people at one time, and one of them called it off. And I had a date with the other one the next day. And so I texted him, "Hey, I just got dumped, and I'm not feeling very good, and I don't think I'll be like." My JJ, what? I think one of the underlying rules, and I do this, yeah, very much, and I'm about to talk about it. Uh, dating multiple people at once, especially in the early stages, is that like we all pretend that we're not. Well, that okay, no, no, it was like transparent out the gate because for one thing, I I started this relationship with this person as a hookup too. It started Mm. very like non-committal at all. It just was like a hookup that went so well that we like, do you want to grab coffee? Okay, cool. Like Mm. it turned into dating on accident, but we both were well aware of each other's things. Like, Mm. oh yeah, I'm seeing someone right now. Like we Mm. knew early. Mm. I let this guy know like, hey, I just got dumped by that guy that I was seeing. I don't know if I'm in the right place to kind of like go on a date with you tomorrow. And he's like, you're feeling like bummed or whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I just, you know, I'm sad. Like, just come over. And that was like a, that was a crazy moment that I had. He told me to come over after I was like, and I cried on his couch. Just weird. Anyway. <laughs> it was emotionally manipulative. I don't like that. Um, I, there's more. I, you know, there's always more. There's always more. Um, um, interesting. So then, mm-hmm. you know, I get set up for date number two. Oh. So With they, different person. No, yeah. This is new, new person. Okay. Because I, I have, I have purchased either a period of time or a number of people, whatever comes last. It's like, oh, it's that's... like, I, it's like whichever is longer six months or six people. Oh, so if it goes six months, I maybe I meet 12 people. If like we're, which seems to be the case because uh, the second one. So she warns me up top. She's like, I just need you to know, just so you're like, when you go in, he like works in fitness and he is, extraordinarily physically Okay, fit. this sounds familiar to you. You might have, maybe. Did I talk about this? Maybe, maybe he was already on deck. Okay, talk but about But I it. hadn't met him yet. Yeah, go in. What's the story? 
Uh, so they warned me about that. And just, just you know, and he's like, a very, and so I was a little bit like, I'm sorry, is this a read? Are you like, now we know you're not good enough for him. Oh. But, you know, but anyway, so I meet him a little bit older than me. Um, but yeah, just like, obviously he is at the gym all the time, all day, every day. Very dapper, very, he's, he had, he reminded me of someone I knew from a past life. And he, he was like, just look like he had this face where he was just like looking at me the whole time like oh look at you and like and I, this is the second time that that's happened I, on these matchmaker dates where the person like because it's a blind date and they don't know like like this is the first time i just don't go gaga over anybody like that yeah. like he was oh. a beautiful physically fit man yeah but i was not like oh look at oh look at all of this it's my first time seeing this and both like, times mm-hmm. i've had the person be just sort of like oh my god look at you look at those arms and oh you're, you're those you've unbuttoned your shirt pretty far there and it's just like stop what? yeah what stop uh-huh this is not what this is about what is that game i can get this on grinder right and this is not what this is about and I'm like, but I appreciate someone finding me attractive, and I like that sort of look of like, oh, this is I want to date with a nice looking guy. Like right. I like that, but they get like very like focused on that. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. so it was a little bit of that, but it was fine. It wasn't that bad. It was, and he wasn't pulling conversation there. He did mention several things, like how does it come up that you're on uncir- that you're circumcised? Oh man, I guess I you know that could come up a number of ways. I guess he brought that up at some point. Interesting. I think because he, he mentioned he was Jewish and he was like, you know, so I'm circumcised. And I'm like, neat. Thanks. Uh, I'm glad that came up. Anyway. Yeah. Super sex focused. Seeming. Seemingly. Not as much as the first guy. Uh, but still. Uh, but nice. We're having a good time. Then. Okay. About a third into the date, he whips out. Wait a minute. You're not a liberal, are you? <gasps> okay, what? Okay, how is that not flagged by this this screening process? I said, very much so. And he said, well, I mean, you're not like a, like, I'm a centrist. Like, I'm not a, a, a Republican, he was like, but like, you're not like a, like an AOC, like a Bernie Sanders. Oh, liberal, are you? What? And I'm like, very much so. How is Hardcore. Th- yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. I would like to breathe air and uh-huh. live on a planet that exists uh, I would like to see the end of this earth. So yes, 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 I do. Yes, I am. Uh, huh. And he <laughs> he was visibly disgusted. Well then, okay. And then went into this whole like because they always do this. They always do this. It's like, well, let me let me just. He decided it was time for a teachable moment. Oh, oh no! So man. I am very secure in what I think is right and wrong, and my morality and my beliefs and whatever. And so like I'm I'm just like. All right. Well, we're now just we're now just getting a story. So let's let's soak all this oh, in. God. So he he literally said the words as if he were Donald Trump himself. Law and order. I don't know. Twenty times he's very concerned about kids jumping the turnstiles on the subway. That was his number one concern. <laughs> wow. Because if you let that go, like Giuliani said, if you let that go, they're just gonna. That's Giuliani's theory. Giuliani. It was like you mean the the guy who's leaking self tanner in front of the uh, Four Seasons landscaping. Right. This is who you're telling me, mm-hmm. the one who's likely is, going to jail. That's him. the one. Um, uh, Rudy Giuliani. You know, if if you if you let that go, then it just becomes a bigger crime and a bigger crime and a bigger crime. And I said, okay, so you think that if we don't imprison the person who jumps the turnstile, that they now have the liberty to go on a murder spree? Like you think that 
think that's that's where this is going. And he's like, well, just it's you know, and then they steal and they this and that and this and that. And there's like a there's an inherent who they are. Mm-hmm. If you if you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I got a very clear idea of who he thought they were. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a minority. Mm, that's what it felt like. And I I was like, do I fight? Do I like how? What do I do? I'm yeah. having a nice glass of wine at this restaurant. Uh, what do I do? And so I just like, I let I just, this gnat. And I just, it's so funny because I, I thought of my like prior self. My prior self might come to a surprise as you would have actually kind of like placated him to just not be awkward. I know oh. that doesn't sound like me, but I would have just been like, oh, well, you know, and like tried to like change the subject. Yeah. I mean, and I very clearly just went like, yeah, I don't really agree with that at all. So, and then just moved on to something else. But like, I was just very clear. Like, I I don't think that holds water. And Good. Moved on. Yeah. Um, had a you know pleasant enough rest of the time. Hmm. In my mind, I'm now like he's very hot. I I would have sex with him, but mm-hmm. that's it. Like that's all. Yeah. You're just a sex person. I now. can't even. I can't even. He wasn't so because if he were like a like, like a. Trump supporter or like storm the Capitol person. Like I, I probed that a little bit and it was very clear that he was like, no, like Donald Trump fan or whatever. Right. Um, as but diplomatic as I try to be, I don't know what it is, but I do have hard lines in my sex life with politics too. I do, mm-hmm. but I could, I can still, I can still fuck a centrist. I don't know. I can still fuck a centrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't date. Um, especially right. if they're like very like, it's not centrist. It's a centrist who like thinks the left, like and left AOC Bernie Sanders are like crazy. Yeah. Like they're not crazy. You can disagree with them and I'll hear I'll I'll engage someone who disagrees yeah. disagrees, but like they're not nuts. Right. Um anyway, so he it's raining and I was gonna take the subway back and he was like, Well, I'll drive you to a closer subway so you don't have as long of a subway walk because I drove here and he's running this car. And I was like, Oh, this is neat. I haven't had this happen before. Cool. Right. Get in the car, whatever. And remember you don't have this person's phone number. Right. He asks for my number. He was like, or he did not ask me. He's like, so would, do, would, do you want my phone number? Uh-huh. And so I'm like, oh, man. well, sure. You know, like, I'm, I don't feel so bad. I don't feel so like, I didn't feel so like, you know, assaulted by him, by his shitty viewpoints to be like, no, I don't. And he drove me home and whatever. And I was like, I'll take your fucking number. Like, what is that to me? Like, sure. And again, maybe I'll have sex with you. So he, again, second time, he asked me if I want the phone number. Did call next day. We called, we both independently called the matchmaker service to tell how it went. And I was like, he's nice, but like the political stuff. And he was very adamant about it. And I don't know if that's going to work like long term. You know, maybe I'd be open to, you know, seeing him again one more time just to like feel some things out anymore. But yeah, that's like the real concern. And then he had his call with them or whatever. And they call back and they're like, yeah, he doesn't really have any interest in seeing you again. It's like, then why did he ask for my number? Oh man, there could be so many reasons, you because know, right. in about three to four months, He's going to message me and be like, hey, how are you? And then try to fuck me. That's absolutely a That's possibility. There's also, like, I don't know. There's From now on, mm-hmm. I'm not giving anybody my phone number. Hmm. I can get sex. Yeah. I get sex. I'm very... Easily. Oh, Easily okay. Done. So, like, that's a way to navigate the th- right. system. From now on, I don't care how well the date goes. Yeah. First date, was like, no, you can arrange the second date through this order. Right. Because and then we'll that. talk after that one. Gotcha, gotcha. But, like, no more of this. Like, you, why are you asking for my number if you don't want to see me again? Why are you asking for my number? 
Because it then made me think of like, oh, and it's not like I thought it was like when I work out, work out with this person, but I at least thought we'd go out again. Sure, but I'm, you know, and there's going to be another time where someone asks you for your number because they're not with an agenda like this guy. Right. Like, and you know, they'll genuinely be interested in hanging out and, and right. contacting you textually. So I don't know. That's to say, you know, to, to put a hard line of never, I guess right. it's just explaining like, oh, you know, there's a reason why. Right. It's, it's about like... There's a system in place where we're going to be able to contact each other if we want to without having numbers. So let's play that game first. Mm. Fuck. Well, regardless, my dance card is pretty full at the moment, so I don't really have. That's a good place to be, though. Like, it is it... a good place to be. I mean, it's a little, it's a little worrisome because I've been on a couple successful dates. I am surprised it wasn't screened early on. Like, how is that not like a, a you know, mm-hmm. why would you set up a person on a date with someone like that? Where... Well, maybe he didn't. Maybe like I have it in mind, but maybe he didn't talk about it in his. Oh. Um, anyway, but you know, yeah, that's, they have more information. Maybe the next one will be even better. Um, and it's the right, like I have now met a handful of people that outside of this service that sort of meet the criteria of the reason I hired this service for, where it's just like, this is a ambitious, you know, person pursuing something they care about and, you know, stable and has their life together and, you know, whatever. Um, so it, 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 it's still good because it's, it's, it's filtering out a lot of the time waster Tinder things that end up being nothing. Mm-hmm. But I will say that that wasn't small talk. You kind of went to deeper right. talk immediately. Right. Right. And, and other than that conversation, the rest of it, he also had weird TV interests. He was like, I just love the Big Bang Theory. I'm like. Oh, can't trust oh, and, this person. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, the one with Charlie Sheen. What was that? Two and a Half Men. Loves it. Watches it every night. Yeah. I'm like, I'm what? Sorry. Who are you? I'm sorry. That's a red flag for me. Who are you? I can't deal. I can't deal. Yeah. Who? I just, I, I just, every episode, I just laugh my ass off. I'm like, at what? Yeah. No. Yeah. There was a lot. So I knew it was going to like work out, work out. <sighs> but. Um, I'm exhausted just imagining this person. Right. So I'm getting the, the kind of person sort of on a general, like where they are in their lives. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that right, but oh. the other stuff has not really right. matched yet. Okay. But we still have more to go. Yeah. And my dance was pretty full right now, and I'm, I'm having a – I mean, it's getting to the point where there are there's like a person or two where it's like, I've got to start making some decisions. Right. Um, which I don't know what those – as of today, I don't know what those decisions right. are. Right. And something you said earlier about how like it's either uh, uh, 12 months or – what is it? Six months or – like whatever happens first is, is – Last. Or, excuse either, me, whatever happens last. It's, if I have six dates, it's – or six months. Mm-hmm. And you won't know. It could be like the last minute that the last final date is like the right one or it'll right. be like the next one. You never know, you know? You never know. That's what we're doing. It's been, it's been a journey. Yeah. Fascinating. So far. I'm fascinated. Two down. If nothing else. At least four to go, if not more. At least four more dates or four more? Four more people. Oh, like on the docket? Like there's people? No, the... well, I mean, that's what I've paid for. So. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Um, there's someone on the, I got messages, like it's holidays, so like this week is weird, but we'll be yeah. in touch uh, about saying something up soon. We have we have your next person. All right, all right. So, and onward we go. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to take the break to um, um, see if I have any more uh, uh, profiles and dossiers to review mm-hmm. and look out for um, anti-AOC <sighs> two and a half, two and men, and a half watching. men watching Bazinga that's Big Bang but anyway well 
a happy Bazinga to you too. We'll be right back after this. In a post-pandemic world, uh, Omicron variant aside, uh, I've really prioritized self-care. I don't think I was doing a lot of it during the pandemic, though that whole period of time is quite hazy. Uh, I definitely wasn't washing my face every morning like I used to. I definitely wasn't moisturizing like I used to. Certainly wasn't brushing my hair or making my bed. And I've really made an effort post-pandemic to like get back into good habits. And one of those you know, good habits, honestly, is skincare, which is why I'm very happy to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Aaron Carr. Aaron Carr reinvents natural skincare with daisy flower, aloe, willow bark, marine algae, and green tea to brighten, lighten, hydrate, tone, and cleanse. They've upped the ante with safe, clinically proven ingredients like peptides, hyaluronic acid, and antioxidants because, darlings, natural ingredients simply can't work alone. The result is a universal skincare line that addresses conditions ranging from acne to aging with superstar, non-irritating, natural, and clinical actives for every skin type. And of course, they are cruelty-free and their products are never tested on animals. So darlings, here's your chance to have your cake and eat it too. You can indulge your skin with top-of-the-line naturals and keep it healthy with top-of-the-line science. Hashtag trust science. Some secrets are just too good to keep, so you can share Aaron Carr with your friends and family and become a skincare hero. For great skincare solutions, go to AaronCarr.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-C-A-R-R-E.com. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Because of your support, they support us. We back to the swipe in. What are we swiping? Uh, so last time we did Scruff uh, for us. Let's do one of the. I haven't done. Okay, Cupid's an option. Yes, is that a thing on there? I mean, it's an option. Right. Sorry, I'm away from the mic. I'm trying to charge my phone. Oh yeah, get over here. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it lasts the segment. I'm down to nine percent. My phone is never plugged in that's foreshadowing for i don't know what it is <laughs> my battery's gonna die on dating <laughs> my batteries my batteries need charged mm-hmm. all right so okay cupid is an option i don't find much from there these days yeah um there's a couple of people i've been just messaging and again like i'm not really super active on it at the moment because like I'm seeing, like, got, I have enough dates. Right. I'm, I'm good. I'm, and I'm trying. Like this is, I, I, this is how I sort of operate. I like date around, and it usually comes down to like a handful of people that I have more than one date with, and then it either like peters out on its own, or it gets to sort of like an inflection point where it's like, okay, I've gone out enough with this, this, and this person, and mm-hmm. it's like I either have to end transfer into friend friend benefit and them all like i don't have to pick i mean if i'm not interested in being in a relationship i won't pick it's not like i'm like going to pick one Mm -hmm. it's not the fucking bachelor yeah but like i feel i get to a point where it gets it's like we've been out three four times like i need to like be a big boy and like think about like okay what do i want right because well you're also thinking about like not wanting to waste anyone's time right and there's considerations and i'll and i if if i and but if my honest answer is sort of like i haven't really made up my mind yet and i just want to continue investigating this i will yeah, but like, also like I, I like to interrogate myself about that. Like, okay. Right. Pride. Where are we going? What are we doing? In a perfect world where I don't have too much pride for rejection in moments like that, I'm like, all right, we'll keep my number. You know, like if 
Yeah. I've, I think I have told a person to keep my number before whenever things went south because I told someone to lose my number. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll keep posted. So we are in the, um, Okay, Cupid. We're in Okay, Cupid. So we have um, Alex here. Pseudonym Alex. Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, he is 31 from Brooklyn. We are a 93% match. Oh. He's looking for friends, dates, and fun. Mm-hmm. Originally from down south, but Brooklyn has been my home for a few years now. Currently working in philanthropy as an operations director. Oops. And you can't undo. Oh, no. That's the problem with OkCupid. You can't undo. So, like, trying to scroll the profile. I was trying to scroll the profile. I swiped no by accident. I was going to swipe no anyway. I wasn't physically attracted to him. But, um, yeah, that's a, hey, OkCupid, (laughs) people, if you're listening to this, is way too easy to swipe someone and there's no way to undo it. Mm. All right. right, So, this person, um, Shane, likes me. I already know that. They've already said yes to me. Gotcha. Flipping through the photos here. Who would play her? Uh, I just watched Is this a play. A Middle Eastern gentleman, maybe? Yeah. Um, I just watched a play that was um, about Middle Eastern people, actually. And so I'm thinking of an actor from from an off-Broadway show. But a, no a, handsome, a handsome... Um, well, that's my favorite photo of him. Looks good in glasses. He does look good in glasses. And I like... I have... I don't know. I like... This is... What am I saying? We talked about anal fissures two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, or one episode. I don't know how many. Um, um, there's something about a dude in glasses and like, I want to suck his dick. Like, oh. If him like, him naked but wearing the glasses. Oh. And me, like him like sitting in a chair and me sucking his dick. Like there's something very hot about that and I can't tell you why. There's something about the glasses. I don't know. I'm I don't not, know why. I don't think you're wrong at all. I don't know why. I think you might be It's like a hot right. image for me. I don't know why. I'm into that. It's, I like it. Cute. Okay. Um, what, what was her pseudonym for? Or like, a, or like, a, like a monocle. <laughs> okay. I wear. Or like, like a magnifying glass. Like, what do we have here? Gotcha. Oh. If your hopes are to sleep with Jack, like have, sucker. <laughs> have, have a monocle ready. My eye. I spy with my little eye. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make sure that he has 20-20 vision on you on that dick. Um, he's very handsome. He's a data is, engineer. Shane was the, mono- Shane, the moniker. Shane. The monocle moniker. Anyway. <laughs> I'm a data engineer who simply loves cinema, here for the melodramas, oh. reading, soft spot for 19th century Western classics and music, pop rock, alt country, and some Bollywood stuff. Oh, maybe he's Indian. Possible. Laid back and easygoing, looking for connections of all types, physical, emotional, intellectual, fun, and friends. Say, see, it wants me to swipe. Say hi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this user interface needs like a better finger thing. He is 40. Um... 511 atheist full profile if money were of no concern this is what i would be doing reading complete works of major okay he's really into reading this two watching all of the films in my ever-growing list of to watch films three master pencil sketching sketching mm-hmm. color graphic he's a big fan of parentheticals there's a lot of like parenthetical breaks in his he's like master of pencil parenthesis color graphite charcoal sketching mm-hmm. like it's interesting. I mean, he's a nerd. Yeah. It's clear. I it also so whenever someone types like that, I kind of have to imagine them talking like that too. Right. This is a bit of a robot, but I like that. I like a sexy robot with glasses. <laughs> to be as honest, my golden rule to be as honest as possible, to know what I don't know, and have the courage to admit my mistakes, weaknesses, and the situation calls for it. Like that. Six things I could never do without hummus. I'm with you, chicken, sure. Are you my triggered, wallet. JJ, you triggered. I my love wallet. It. Wikipedia. 
Leonard Moulton's movie film guys. I mean, this is a movie guy. Yeah. Access to good sanitation. Oh, a little clean, clean, clean. Which era of human civil? Okay, I spent a lot of time thinking about which era of human civilization from the last six thousand years I would like to go back for a visit if time travel was possible. Wow, you've got time to think about that. Anyway, oh my God, the saddest song ever written. I agree. I can't make you love me by Bonnie Raitt. Wow, I love June song. Um, if I've heard it, I can't make you love me if you don't. I'm, I'm sure that I've heard it's it actually. Oh, so, it's a great fucking song. Yeah, yeah, the melody is. I might like this guy. Cool. He's been nerdy. He's very cute. Yeah. I like him in the glasses. I like the shirt on him. Oof. Um, and the thing is, these weirdo like nerds, these like like particular, <laughs> these I'm telling you, I like I'm telling you about someone I like. Do it. But these sort of like these weirdo quirky these fucking freaks, these weirdo. he's fucking freak bag no uh these weirdo um um like like nerdy super hyper specific esoteric esoteric typically Mm -hmm. filthy sex drive huge Mm. dick Mm. huge and like this guy would is likely also like uh leather daddy so i wonder what the correlation is between having an obsession or whatever fascination and that is having like a crazy sex drive uh i don't know i've i've just i've a good observation i've picked up on that a lot interesting so he gets a yes because i would certainly like to have sex with him yeah let's run that experiment and we've matched and since back. again my rule since we have both met since i'm the one to have triggered the Set match it, then you i say a hey there how is your weekend there we go i think that's the first time we've sent a message in a while it is people in my life this is enough oh um great um let's see back on discover okay so now we've got um mike pseudonym mike um there's a flash of a peace sign which i always dislike it's just such a he's 29 so it makes sense but his picture like yeah not very... Um, the first picture is confusing. I agree. Describe the first picture. Uh, it's... So, I mean, okay, hat and glasses, for one thing, kind of uh, cover a little bit of what is to know about you, I think. But also, this person's drinking a large, iced, uh, fruity drink that also covers part of their face. But also, consuming food or drinking something in a photo is not, like, how you showcase what you look like, I think. It's also profile. So, it's profile right, it's in, face. in glasses and hat. With a cup in front of his mouth and nose. Does he think it's funny that he's drinking a pink drink? Is that what it is? I would doubt it. I hope not, because that's just not funny. But uh, like, like, yeah, it's just a weird choice for like a. This is who I am, right? And then it's travel photo, maybe. Yeah, Somewhere him scenic. in front of some canal. There's the peace sign photo, glasses and hat again. Right. Right. He has a sleeve, which I like. Oh yeah, but tattoos it's are cool. all. We are now one, two, three, four photos deep, and I still don't really know what this person looks like. Mm-hmm. And then we get a to smile. One. There's some teeth, right? But the photo, like, I wouldn't have thought this is the same person. Maybe it's the the loss of scruff. Like he looks mm. older. I wonder if the photos are getting like younger. Like he looks older up top, and yeah. then you get into it, and he's like, these these look like oh, and this is when I was in college. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Like the photos get very. I will say young, to but again, 
always a backwards cap and glasses. Always. I will Every say, single photo. So my facial hair and even the hair on top of my head, I can cut. If someone wanted me to cut all my hair off for like a job or whatever, I would do it tomorrow. I would do it right now. I would shave. My facial hair and my head hair, it's not really like... Uh, I don't know. I'm not super precious about it. So whenever I were to make a profile, I sort of try to put, you know, mm. different photos up just to kind of showcase what I could look like on any given day. And they might all be different, but that's, that seems mysterious. <laughs> I love how you're like, are you like Barbie with your different careers? Like, here's me as an astronaut. Here's me as a doctor. I mean, as here's an actor, me. I once had three auditions in one day and changed my facial hair for each of them. Well, that's auditions. Yeah. I love that on a dating app, you're like, here's what I look like with a mustache. Here's what I look like without a mustache. Like, make sure you like me in all my forms. No, you don't have to like me in any of them, but I, (laughs) (laughs) but like, I don't. And I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Great. But at least you know what I could look like on any given day. That's what I, you know, I don't know. One in drag. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense to showcase the different ways you could find me on any given day? I just think it's interesting that it's a it's a conscious thought. Hmm. I don't th- when I when I create a when I decide to create a portfolio of introductory images, right. it's show one well all of them where I look as attractive as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, show one that is a profession something that indicates that I have some level of like entertainment quote-unquote career yeah like get to me know singing me. or a headshot like something just so like you know that this is part of my life yeah like that uh something with my shirt off so you can see how hard i'm working to be average and see how hard your dick gets <laughs> anyway keep going you dig it hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's the second time i've used that voice on you i was rec- i was editing one of the other podcast episodes from our last time and it was you you were like drooling over something. You're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was the thirst traps on scrub. Show me that hole. <laughs> You're being weird. Um, no, I don't consciously think about like, it's not like, here's what I look like on any given day. Like, here's here's sports jack and here's business jack. Okay. And here's like, I don't do that. I do like, here's shirtless, not shirtless, um, professional, um, and then Max. Something with Max. Oh, good. So you see, I got a, a dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair, like, spread. Yeah, that's well-rounded, too. I think mine, I'm just worried that I'll show up and not look like it. So make sure you know. I always get, and I'm not saying this to, I don't like to blow smoke up my ass, but I always get, oh, wow. You, I mean, you, you look great in your pictures, but I mean, in person. Yeah. I, I always get that. Yeah. Which feels good to me. Yeah. Um, which just tells me I'm not very photogenic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, no, that's, that is the hope. That's why, like, whenever you say you pick your best photo or whatever, I probably have said this on the podcast before, too. If I look, like, super good in a photo, not the first photo they're going to see either because I don't want to, like, show up. Mm. In, in, in there is something about – that's why you always got to swipe to the next photos because there is something about sometimes, like, someone will pop up on a thing and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then you swipe right. to the next and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Is, is that person. that? Right. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like I have used an actor headshot before because it's always like a really well lit photo right. and it, you know, is supposed to look like you, but it's supposed to look like you on a good day. So it's, right. it's, you know, with the, Hollywood movie magic. Yeah. Of, of, of... Go in and take out my under eye circles and right. stuff and whatever. But right. anywho. All right. So this gentleman likes playing bass, traveling and drinking at the bar. Graduated with a BA in poli sci from a place currently working as a paralegal. I'm Polly. He's in an open triad. Oh. Interesting. I wonder if it's with these two ladies. Oh, is he? Because he's um, with these two ladies in a bunch of photos. Yeah. I think 
he is a dude who has two girlfriends. And he's bisexual and trying to find a, a, a man. Yeah, this isn't for me. You lost me a paralegal. Um, wow, that's the first time I've ever seen that kind of... That's well, Welcome to youth. I know, I haven't really been on the apps or whatever, but that's that was the first for me. Oh, let's talk... Oh, wait, is this the same person? Is no, this is new. This is our last one for today. I'm very attracted to him. This is a new one. He is very attractive. Let's call him... Clay... Clay, it's Clay Aiken, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I find I actually did get swiped by Clay. I Aiken know a couple people once. that have flirted with him on Grinder. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, so Clay here, I find him very yes, attractive, super sexy. Now, Immediately, there's dog pictures that are cute. And I would have thought up until the last photo mm-hmm. that he was bald. Oh, because there's not any hair in any of them. All his, it's hats. all hats and like that. It's always cropped that it's cutting off, uh-huh. which I would have been totally into yes yeah, and then it. no he has a full head of hair true um, by the last photo and a mustache and a super hot body oh and um who would play him um let me see okay first thing because of the mustache i thought of murray bartlett Don't know who that is. he did you watch uh, white lotus no did you watch uh looking yes the daddy the daddy friend like the hot older guy in looking Oh, yes. He looks like a younger version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, With the tattoo. Yes. Fuck, he's hot. 41. Middle-aged, work-oriented Virgo. Uh-oh, he put his astrology <laughs> in there. Seeks queer companionship for dog walks and long runs in Prospect Park, Fuck. afternoons at the museum, and nights at the Philharmonic where they met. Yo, send him my way. After years on Grinder and Scruff, I realize I've probably moved on from the need for right now, and I'm looking for something that is more s- sustaining than a solely or mostly physical connection. I know a lot more about what I don't want than what I do want, which I suppose I am seeking out. I am very comfortable with my own company, but I'm also open to developing a connection with someone with whom I can share my time and creative energy. I'm I'm turned on. Versatile. Open to either monogamy or non-monogamy. Uh, I have some intense goals and I'm intensely goal-oriented. Professionally, I'm trying to turn my... He's trying to write a book. He's working on becoming a better teacher and writer. Amateur pianist. Oh, yeah. Um, ooh, ooh. I'm very dedicated to my teaching and will cancel plans to catch up on grading or lesson planning, which I realize is a deal breaker for a lot of people. Okay. So this is interesting. Like, I like knowing this up front because this would be something I'd want to, like, talk to him about. Yeah. Um. Because, like, with how much notes are we talking about? Yeah. Well, you know what it is. Oh, guys, I just, I, I'm sorry. I just got to work. I know we have dinner in an hour, but like, I'm really just going to stay in and do my lesson planning. Like, Yeah. Mm, I mean, it does remind nope. me, though, of being an entertainer and being in performance and being like, oh, shit, I got a last minute audition that's due later. Do you want to, like, can we, I don't know, can we either postpone or do you want to come over and help me shoot this really quick? That'd be. Sure. We'll see. Physically, I'm trying to be in shape for the Brooklyn Marathon in the spring. Uh, Yeah. He grew up in a hyper-competitive environment, and competing makes me a low-key sociopath, so I try to avoid competition with anybody but myself. That's super introspective. Mm-hmm. That's so self-aware, but, you know, also putting it out there. I think the act of putting that out there is really interesting. Brave and risky. 
there is also like there's a lot in here yeah it's a pretty it's like a lengthy profile i i'm interested in talking to this person i have there's a there's a there's a small flicker inside of me that says this person's going to be a lot like it seems very like not aggressive what's the word i want not aggressive but um this does not seem like a like a chill vibes person yeah i mean i think whenever i see a long profile out like this too it's also like or and also what he was saying earlier about not interested in short term or whatever it said i can't remember yeah it, that's I, fine i feel a little bit like there's a ticking clock and we have to like like get something done it's a possibility of that i won't write it off completely but yeah. like it's very thorough. It's very, this is who I am. This is what I believe. This which is, is which is yeah. good, which is good. I like someone who knows who they are, totally. but there's just something, there's something that's um, telling me this person might be just like a lot, Intense but I'm interested goals. in finding out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I wouldn't judge it too quickly, but I think there's also a recipe for the intensity. Cause you know what? I'm a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And but if- that also means like I, I generally like someone who's a bit more where I can like come home and we can just be like, mm-hmm. And if he if he doesn't work out for you, let him know that I'm in Prospect Park as well, and um, I'll walk his dog and walk him. Walk him like a dog. <laughs> how is your? It's my standard line. Hi there. How is your weekend? I'm sure someone will yell at me. Is that your way of having a conversation, honey? Oh my god, it's happened. Oh no, I'm I'm not doubting that at all. Twitter's no. weird. Twitter is where people blow up grinder messages that are not right. cool anymore, or whatever. Alrighty, well. That's uh we've we've said yes to two people. That's yeah. new. We've said some messages hmm. on OK Cupid Very sleeper interesting. the sleeper hitter. The sleeper hit. Uh all right, well, we will be right back after this break to bring you our next game. All right, this might be stupid of me, but bear with me. When I use a new skincare product, um not only do I have to like see results after a period of time, but I also have to, I want to feel it working. Like when I put it on my skin, I want to like physically feel something to tell me that like it's doing something. It's probably uh, completely, you know, it's probably all in my mind, but uh, I like it and that's my vibe. Don't judge me. That's my journey. And one of the things that I, one of the other products from Aaron Carr that I have incorporated into my normal routine is their peptide serum for creases, crow's feet, and laugh lines, which, um, you know, I once had someone, I have, again, brag, I have always been told I look younger than I am, especially without the beard. Um, and there was this friend, former friend, for reasons that are about to become clear, who who said to me, oh my God, you look so young. And then he said something funny and I laughed. He was like, oh, and then you smile. <laughs> to let me know that when I expressed human emotion, I revealed my age. Uh, because of that, uh, I have been uh, very careful to make sure to take care of my eyes, my crow's feet, my creases. Not because I give a shit about aging. I actually, I actually like myself better as I age. And... I think I've grown into my looks. Anyway, that's not what this is about. This is about Aaron Carr's peptide serum. And what I like about it is, one, it works. Two, you feel it when you put it on. Like, you know there's some sort of chemical reaction, some sort of tightening, some sort of 
feeling some sort of something going on when you put it on because it's just that little tingle that's like right around your eyes. Um, so I do this several times a week, uh, maybe every other day I do it. Um, I just it's a tiny little bit. You just rub it around your your uh, for me crow's feet and laugh lines because we also in my family every you look at every older person in my family and we just have the well one jowls which ugh, and two this like crease that goes from like the inside like your inner eye point down the side of your nose. There's like this deep dark crease that we all get. So I've been working on that with this and I have seen improvement. So. If that's something you struggle with as well, I would recommend Aaron Carr's Peptide Serum, which you can get at AaronCarr.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-C-A-R-R-E.com. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Your support for them means that uh, they continue supporting the podcast. So thank you. I am very excited to bring in our next guest. This is a long time coming. I'm surprised he hasn't shown up earlier, considering (laughs) who he is to the Necessary Outlet family. He is he is way up there in the in the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, our next guest is in his fifth year as a producer with Overland Entertainment. It's an entertainment and events production company here in New York City. He has played a key role on Overland's producing team for notable clients, including the Tribeca Film Festival, the New Yorker Magazine, the U.S. Open, the Actors Fund, Paper Mill Playhouse, and Confluence Philanthropy, and most notably. He plays the part of Will Rosen in all three seasons of History, a Necessary Outlet production, and my most famous, noteworthy thing to date, beloved actor in the series character, someone who everyone comments about, everyone loves. It, he's he's more celebrated than anyone in that show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Will Cohen. Will! Woo-hoo! <laughs> Better late than never. Here I am. Well, here you are. You made it. I have not talked to you in a long time. It has been a while. Well, you know, the last two years have been pretty crazy. So, nope. yeah, <laughs> see, Max is very crazy. We did some history viewing parties uh, in the early days of the pandemic, which seems like a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole period of time for me is super blurry, though. Oh, it's my like, God. For I, everyone. Time doesn't make sense anymore. No. And now that was the last time that was the last time we spoke. So how have you been? I have been okay, just trucking along. Thankful to, you know, have been working throughout the pandemic, minus you know, five or six weeks. But um yeah, I'm still here, as they say. I'm, you know. You're here, we're queer and you're you're queer and we're used to it, you know. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. I think I'm still queer. I'm not quite sure. We'll have to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the pandemic has led to a lot of changes. So you are on our dating and relationship show. So that's sort of the theme of all of this. Uh, Are you... Little Max is literally... I don't know if you can hear it on the mic, uh, subscribers, but Max is like, where's my food? You have 20 minutes. You get at the end of this interview, buddy. I promise. Um... Are you are you currently single? Are you out there? Are you out there in these streets? I am very single currently. I think I've been single the whole time I've known you. <laughs> it's been a lot, a, many years of being single. I, I don't have the best uh, luck here. I'm, I don't know what it is, but uh, how long do have you guys known each other for again? I met you guys. I met both of you about four years ago, perhaps. Will, do you want to tell the people how we met? Oh. 
Uh, I mean, I think did we we did. I remember about, like on Fire Island, but I remember from years ago, like before like, that. Yeah, yeah. You and I met on Adam for Adam. Oh, throwback. Oh my God, really? Uh huh. Uh, in fact, it. your picture in my phone is still that picture. Oh my God. <laughs> You'll have to remind me what that picture is. I'll send it to you. And you, <laughs> I thought your name was Oscar. Oh, yeah. I do like and to you go were, by my middle name. Yeah. You used to go by your middle name on the hookup apps, and I, I used your middle name, Oscar, in my You were Oscar in my phone for a while. And, um, um, at the time, and we'll cut any of this if you don't if you don't want this out there. But at the time, <laughs> you were messaging me at a time where I was just out of my previous long term relationship, and I was very much I think I just moved into Hell's Kitchen area. Mm. This was like the time I, you were meeting me literally at the time depicted in the first season of History. That's I was era. just getting in there. I was just sort of like dealing with the aftermath of that relationship. And I was just like, I would like mm. to sample as many penises as humanly possible. And oh. I don't want anything to do relationship-wise with anyone. And Will was extremely sweet and was like, well, I just really want to go on a date. And he would not hook up with me. And I was trying to fuck him. And he would not <laughs> let it happen. Well, And he was just like, well, I just, I just, I, you know, I'm only really interested if you go on a date. So we like played this game of like, not game, but like back and forth of like, how about you just come over and have sex and maybe we have drinks after. And he's like, how about we have drinks and then maybe we'll see if we have sex. And we just like kept like doing this back and forth. And yeah, so then and we just, we, we, it came to a draw because it was like, I was not. Because I don't feel comfortable because I have people like this even like in the last couple of years where mm -hmm. it's like, like, I'm not going to do, I won't, if I know I'm not interested in dating, I'm also, I'm also not going to waste your time by yeah. taking you on a date because like, then it makes me feel like a creep of like, okay, is dinner almost over? Now I get to fuck you and now I'll never talk to you again. Like um, I didn't, yeah. so I won't, if you're upfront and honest about that, I just won't even, I won't, right. I won't trick you into like, no. you know, so we never met. And then it was maybe a summer later. A year later, I saw him on and recognized him on the boat, the ferry back. Uh, it was the boat. It was the boat between, but it, it was the water taxi between Cherry Grove yeah. and Fire Island, okay. and still thought he was super sexy. Yeah, and uh, whatever. It was one of those weird because I don't have a lot of these kind of moments, but I like hit on you. You kind of were responsive. I basically told you what time everybody went to sleep at my place. He came over into the hot tub. And, oh, and uh, Magic Fire Island. I don't think we had sex sex, but I'm, I know I sucked your dick in that hot tub. Um, while everybody was and, and people remarked later that there were people inside who had, who saw. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, I'm not surprised. It's housemates were sort of inside. They're like, is Jack sucking a dick in the hot tub? I think he's sucking a dick in the hot tub. It's not Fire Island unless something like that. Right. Goes and then we thing to ever happen on Fire Island. One hundred percent. Exactly. And then we had we didn't really keep much in touch after that. And then I got in a relationship very soon. I think after that. I think that was when I met the last one. Oh. And then um, I remembered. I just remembered you were an actor, and I started doing history. And I reached out to you if you wanted to be part of it. Yeah. And that's history. Yeah. You guys <laughs> did a season there, and then I hopped in for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, we almost, now, not to Will's knowledge, oh. before we'll get to this game, okay. I feel like I'm just outing all the secrets, Do it. but not to Will's knowledge, but there was almost another solicitation because my ex-boyfriend very much wanted to have sex with Will and was very interested in me trying to bring him home from the set of history. 
Oh, uh, really? Oh, yes. And oh, I this said, is interesting. Absolutely not, because I work with him and I'm not fucking up my show, which is like my most precious, cherished thing that I deeply love and care about. And right. I'm not going to risk that Ugh. to complicate our relationship. Like, no, thank you all. Yeah. Uh, that was. That was interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely got like a flirty vibe from him sometimes, but I also just thought it was because he was British, right? Right. British. So yes. I was like, oh, is that just like a weird, like, like British charming. charming kind of thing? Yeah. Um, no, no. He. Interesting. No. Um. Anyway, so you're currently single. You're out in these streets. You're looking. What do you look for? What do you look for in a guy? Oh man. Well, these days I would love someone um, that. <laughs> just wants to go on a date <laughs> and chat. I mean, it's like full circle from, you know, what you were just saying about when we first met, like, I don't know. I feel like I've tried to like force myself to go through just like hookup phases, but yeah. my body and brain just, you know, they, they want something a little bit more. And I just, I don't deal well with like rejection and, like not feeling like I'm getting the attention or, you know, questioning if someone likes me enough. So like the hookup thing just, it never worked for me because I would just always get self-conscious after, you know, you always run into people and then you're like, well, why didn't they like seem more interested when they saw me on the street, you know, after mm -hmm. our hookup and mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. So I, I do think I've always been and will always be like, a, let's go on a date, get to know each other. I mean, obviously, I, I like a hookup every now and then, but um, I just have not. I did a few like pandemic dates when restaurants first reopened and we could eat outside. And it's not that I didn't have a good time, but like I just didn't feel any connection to these people. I mean, I probably went on like half a dozen with right. different people. Yeah. And it's a weird time to date, too. It's very weird. And now I just, my energy has been like really strange the last, you know, well, I guess almost two years now. So it's, you know, I, I'm just kind of like, huh, what do I want? Like if for me right now, it's a bigger question than just like, oh, I want to go on a date and have a hookup. Like it's, you know, it's kind of like I'm 37, I'm almost 38. Like all my friends that are not gay have kids and families and they own things and I'm kind of like I still feel like I'm 22 and you know just graduated college so I'm kind of like I need something a little bit more than just like oh let's go to DBL and get some drinks like mm -hmm. but I just I don't seem to find that and I feel like the only options are these hookup apps like Grinder and Scruff and and I've never been one to like be like really um like, I don't put, like, nude photos up. I don't have, like, shirtless photos. Like, I'm very self-conscious. So I do feel like I, I don't get people's attention because of that. And then I just kind of end up alone. <laughs> as that, that sounds. He is a, I've been sitting on this the whole time. He is a hungry hole for love. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> no, but Which I, may be the episode title. No, but, I mean, I think everyone that has earnestly tried dating in New York City can relate to every single sentence too, just because of how much of a monster it is here. Like there's gay DD, which was like a new thing in my vocabulary. Well, I, I like to think, so you mentioned a lot of things that I, I think about a lot and talk about in therapy a lot and have experienced myself. I think that um, 
one about rejection. You know, we, I think all gay people, especially of you and you and my age, especially will. Um, for me, I had to learn how much of a like no one like, like no one likes rejection. Period. Like no one, but mm-hmm. there is a. It, for me, it was a white hot button that once pressed would would make me crazy, angry, um, um, spiteful. You know what? And and I had to learn, and I, I think it really encapsulated well. And people have problems with this book, but like the Velvet Rage, in that when you grow up, and the society around you, even if you have great parents, even if you have great people around you, but the society around you is basically just telling you that like you do, you're you don't fit in this, like you're not part of this. Yeah. You, you, that level of rejection just sort of sits in your heart at all. And so anytime any level of rejection hits, the fire behind the sort of that, it's like, it's, it's like you're being told. You're a failure. You're, 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 you're not one of us. You don't belong here. And so it just, you're, you're experiencing a normal rejection, but you're feeling sort of an existential rejection. Yeah. And that's how it is for me, at least. Um, I've had to do a lot of work on myself to like, I'm still not any better at it. I still feel it, but I can at least like clock it and not Mm -hmm. text message something that like sets someone on fire. I'm like, okay, you, you are angrier at this than you need to be yeah uh it is you're not angry at this you're angry at this uh so maybe don't yell at this person um therapy is wonderful that also will you know we're i don't know if i'm just assuming you had at least a similar experience to me but like we didn't get to have the messy high school relationships we we were in our late 20s early 30s when even marriage became a possibility like we're naturally delayed (laughs) right and that's fine. Like, we're all teenagers in our 20s, mm-hmm. right? No, it, it, that's that has been, like, a struggle for me, especially lately, because I, I live in Hell's Kitchen, and, you know, I'm now at that age where I'm looking around at the bars and the boys running around, and I'm like, wow, I definitely am a little aged out of this. Um, and I just see th- their behavior, and it's not bad. Like it's an amazing thing, but, but the 20 something year olds now are growing up in a totally different time. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I was, I was fortunate enough to come out in high school and be dating someone in, um, in, in my high school, um, for about a year. So like, and it was a comfortable coming out. Like it wasn't, you know, traumatic or, you know, there were some tears, but it, it was, you know, I was embraced. So I'm definitely very lucky in terms of that. But yeah. like, I am not and I, I don't want this to come out the wrong way. But like, I, I am looking from the outside at this like crop top, like painting your nails, mini skirt wearing, like LGBTQIA culture that I'm like, wow, like, where this was not there for me. Um, right you know so it's like i just i feel like an alien sometimes even just going out and trying to meet people because i'm just kind of like i'm a t-shirt and jeans kind of guy and i feel like where where is my place right now because everyone's just so if if you're not turning a look like you're (laughs) you're boring and you know and i'm also not like in like a corporate kind of world where I'm surrounded by, you know, power gaze, you know, I just kind of like fall in like the in between. So I don't know. How, 
I'd say hang out with me at Phoenix Bar because I just find like a gay dive bar. Oh, sorry. Actually, Jack has. I, I've brought Jack up to Phoenix. I see my face. <laughs> Will you stay very far away? You stay oh, very far away from this millennial. Fuck just kidding. Pack. Just kidding. No, but. Well, is also, Phoenix the same as it used to be? I mean, that no, used to be like the Friday night party. It's okay. So it's. Oh, you know what? Good to bring up. That's another thing to even talk about because it's changed. It is like it's East Village. So there's a very NYU population there sometimes. But like my circle of friends is very t-shirt deans, play pool, but it's very intermixed as well. It's inclusive. I'm in there. So I'm like, you know, th- there's an age range to the friend group. And Let me clear something up for subscribers yes. just because just I know what Will means, I think. And Will, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I just want to make sure that we're not. I know you were sensitive about this not coming out the wrong way. And I feel what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think it is great. And I'm sure Will does too, that like we are now in a space where people feel you know, very free for gender expression and to to be who they are and to to not play by heteronormative rules and not to play by non gender non-binary rules. This is by no means a judgment on those people at all. It's that we grew up at a time where like the, you 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 today have a safety, a relative safety to do that. That like I would have been drug out of bar and beaten the shit out of if I would have like done that. Kind Even of stuff. in New York City, yeah. Or well, I mean. Pre-drag race, if you were a drag queen, you were unfuckable. Uh, I mean, yeah, even today drag queens have to be careful being right. alone. The 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 toxic masculinity was at a height in yeah. the gay community. Uh, it's still bad, right. but it's still it's still getting better. And when you when when you live most of your adult dating life in that, mm-hmm. for it suddenly now to be different, like I agree with Will. Like sometimes it's a little like I'm like, Ooh. oh well, I've already formed into this mm-hmm. and now all of all of you get to do all of this and maybe if i grew up at this time i probably would too and it's not saying that i i can't or won't and certainly with my music i get more and more sort of out there but like like no i know i know what you feel like where it's a little like oh wow you you kids can really do it in a way that i feel like yeah this is not my world anymore yeah um yeah. but um um let's get to Let's get to our, our deal breakers because we only have a few minutes left in the segment. Though this was a very interesting uh, yeah. subject, let's just do a couple, sure. couple uh, quick fire, and we can do it based on what we've we've learned about Will and what he's looking for right now. So, um, Will deal breaker or not, um, this is a uh, you are dating a to- you you are dating a total top who can only uh, fuck you if he himself is wearing a dress. Oh, interesting. Um, it's a tasteful dress. Like, you agree <laughs> with the style choices. There You're happy go. with the styling. The accessories match. Yeah. The nail matches the heel. I don't think that that's a deal breaker. I mean, I, I would, I always say try everything twice. And, you know, if if it's not for me after a few times, then, like, we can have a conversation. But, oh, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker. Yeah. Will Cohen, open-minded, open-hold. <laughs> Jay, JJ. Okay. Uh, how about this? He is a granola gay. He'll go on solo camping trips that maybe like two weeks long, where he turns his phone off. Ooh. Um, also, not a deal breaker, but that does make me nervous. I actually love the outdoors, but I'm also um, like super paranoid about. Like I listen to, you know, the true crime podcasts and all mm. that shit. And like, I 
would be terrified to be myself in that situation, like in the woods, no communication. Like that just to me sounds like someone's going to die. So like, (laughs) I wouldn't be like, if he would want to do that, like more power to you, but I would be like a nervous wreck the whole time. Oh, that would make the makeup sex so much more fun though. Like you're home, you're safe. Yeah, that's not secure, JJ. Don't don't romanticize that. That's true. I'm, that's, that's not a good dynamic. I'm just trying to find the optimism somewhere. Right. That's why you're here on this podcast. Yeah. To balance me me the fuck out. <laughs> um, oh, what if he was... No, oh, this was one we were thought about earlier for somebody else. What if this person... And I, I have I have met these people, and, and I've met people like this, and totally valid for them. But for you, um, what if this person is just not into penetrative sex? They're just an oral only person. Also not a deal breaker, mm. but but I would say like, cause that's actually, I mean, not to go down another rabbit hole, but part of like why I'm kind of like, what am I now? Like who who am I? Like, why do, do I want to date? Do I not? Like, why am I not sexually attracted to people that I think I should be? Like, I feel like obviously penetrated sex is is like not something that, necessarily is going to happen for the rest of someone's life i mean just with with age and like you know like it i don't like there's more i i I definitely am at that time where it's like wait there is more like companionship is a big piece of the puzzle so it wouldn't be a deal breaker but i and honestly, I don't even know if I could handle being in an in an open relationship. But if it was something I felt I needed, and that person wasn't able to, you know, provide, I, I would probably then be like, "Well, can we like have a deal? Let's make a deal." I don't care if I am ninety three years old and and my hole has prolapsed and is just dragging behind me as I walk down the street. I have to put it in a wheelbarrow. The man with the tail. The man with the tail. I don't care if I have to wrap it around my leg underneath a pant leg in order to keep it together. I'm getting fucked. (laughs) (laughs) This is... More power power to you. We are all different. That's why I want to die. Oh. I want you to dick me down till I die. <laughs> no, I'll just choke you out with your prolapse tool. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, this was interesting. We will certainly have to have you back for a more detailed game. But we got into a really interesting conversation. I think it was actually more important. Um, so, Will, obviously, you are a wonderful person and a sweetheart and super sexy and anyone would be lucky to have you. And so I'm sure listening to this podcast, you are going to get an influx of, of male suitors. So tell them where they can find you. Well, I also don't really spend a lot of time on social media, but I do have an Instagram or an IG, whatever they call it these days. And my handle, I believe is at Oscar underscore Cohen. Oscar is my middle name, which I think we mentioned that before. Um, yeah, it, yeah, so it's your hookup, it's your hookup alter ego. <laughs> yeah, it's Will's, alter ego. it's Will's Sasha Fierce. <laughs> yeah, um, but I like haven't posted on there in forever. But you can DM me on there. I DM all the time. I just don't love to post about myself that much. Maybe I should try. Maybe that will change my my outlook. Yeah, try it twice. Well. 2022 will cohen's will cohen's uh um try and looks 
and uh, and post it on Instagram. There you go. Your Look, first post should be you in a crop top. Apparently. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Will. Belly hanging out. Thank you so <laughs> yeah. much for having me. Uh, it was good to hear from you. I'll talk to I'll text you a little bit later. And uh, we will be right back after this break to either leave you with love and light or pick a fight. Bye, Will. Bye. Thank you. All right. So now it's that time of the show to pick a fight. Yeah. To either pick a fight or spread some love and light. Should you want me to kick it off or do you? Cool. Cool. So I'm going to pick a fight today. Not entirely. Oh, it's in character because, you know, I still do that too. Yeah, we've done it. Yeah. I'm picking a fight with, <laughs> with, uh, all right, there'll be context to this, to pierogies. To what? Pierogies, you know, the dump, like the dumplings from like Eastern Europe. Y- yes. I recently, uh, so maybe the fight's more with munchies. Munchies okay. make me want to consume quickly. Pierogies, sure. a hot dumpling full of potato. <laughs> you your mouth on a potato. Dump. I fully scalded the roof of my mouth because I had munchies and I threw a pierogi in my mouth. So I I had a, a a regular visit with. I've talked about him on the podcast before. He um is sort of like a, a leather dom role play guy I play with who like we have a lot of fun and we like laughed after and it was like a whole like great like super sex. I, I described it as one of my best sexual experiences oh, um, yeah. of recent. And I had a I had a visit with him the other night and uh after I cuz we always get high. Mm-hmm. And uh, weed to be clear, I'm not no crystal please. Right. Um my mind only goes to weed. I hope so, but, it's, but we're gay right. so I feel like we need to clarify cuz there's a lot a good of crystal point. in the community unfortunately. Yes. I should say so munchies from weed, weed is that's obvious right? Uh, usually an edible or he like shotguns me cuz I don't like smoking myself but like when he shotguns me it's so on. Oh it's also like there's a reason that it's cooler too. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway this is going to the point of I said like, I have to tell you something that we were done I was like I have to tell you something that you may you may not want to sleep with me anymore after. I was like, I, I have to like, and I'm setting it up for a joke. I'm like, I got, I got to tell you something. I was he was like, oh, he's like, okay. And I was like, because we get high every single time we hook up, immediately after leaving your apartment, I go to the nearest bodega and get a full box of, of regular Triscuits and a block of cheddar cheese. And I tackle that fucking thing on the way home and say, oh. you know what? You just burned a lot of calories working that cock so you can grab a block of cheese. And I said, I'm sorry. I reward myself with cheese with you. And it's happened every single time. And I'm going to do it again tonight. And he laughed. He was like, I like you so much more. This is so funny. Absolutely. (laughs) What a God. Well, that's my thing. It's it's like reward on reward on reward on reward. Like you've had good sex. You got high. And you're rewarding yourself with With cheese. But it's just like, that's what I'm saying. Like I should be able to have like a follow through experience where everything's rewarding. But you know how much it sucks to like get high, have like a nice time with that. Then get hungry. You want to reward yourself with the food. And then you burn your mouth while you're still a little stoned. Mm. Party's over. Party's fully over. I was so upset the other day. <laughs> that sounds like a movie line. You, um, I took it personally from the pierogi too. See, this Pierogies happens to delicious. me every morning. Yeah, because I make the same. Bre- I'm boring. I make and I'm trying to be fit, so I make the same breakfast every morning, and it includes uh, something that's hot. So. And I'm so hung, like I wake up so hungry, mm-hmm. and I just go into every every morning. I go into every morning and I burn the roof of my mouth on a sunny set up egg every 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 morning. Oh God! And I can't wait. I'm like Jack, just like sit it down, right. go do something, right. come back to it literally 30 seconds from now, and it'll be fine. There you go. Yeah, just bite right into it every ah. single time, and then I'm like doing the thing where I'm pulling the dead skin off the top of my mouth. Yep. 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 That was my pierogi business this past week. 
It's my pierogi business. <laughs> All right, kids, and that's our pierogi business for the week. Uh, so I'm leaving Love and Light in a part two because I did part one last uh, week. Oh, yeah. Part two. So last week I li- gave Love and Light to the dancers, and this week I'm giving Love and Light to the fam. Who's the fam? Fam is the abbreviation that a group of us have come up together with for faggot ass music. Oh yes, I it, knew the worst. I knew the F was for. I was like trying to get the faggot ass music. Beautiful. It is independent. A group of independent LGBTQ original singer songwriters we have formed together. Yes. To create a series of events that we're going to try to build throughout <gasps> New York. Have a circuit. <gasps> have tried to develop a following. It Mel Lennon. Um, it's uh, giving Ricky me excitement. Olsen, yes. Um, um, Bryce Quartz, who is an excellent. Filthy gay rapper, like Ooh. his song called Come Pirate, which samples SpongeBob. And I was just like, I was screaming, laughing. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry. It wasn't funny. It was just shocked me. Yes. What yes. you were saying. Um, oh, oh, Wait, I got his, him? I got his whole slick from the, from my cum and my spit. Like it, It's just like, Jesus. My jaw did drop. Right. I'm super. Uh, J.R. Price, who's been yes. a guest on the podcast. And Marcel and Vegas fam. and more. So the fam. Uh, Freddie Cosmo, who's been a... I a just want to start making music to be a part of the fam now. To be a part of the fam. And our goal, and it starts with a party that's already happened by the time this has been released, but the Thanksgiving Eve party at Club Coming. Um, DJ Chauncey is our DJ, yeah. and he promises we are only playing LGBTQ music, mm-hmm. whether famous or from us. Mm-hmm. Like, Little Nas X is all the way down to Jack Tracy's. Like, mm-hmm. that's all that's being played. We're going to try to make it a quarterly, maybe a monthly. Hell We're yeah. talking about other kinds of events, doing more with Final Fantasy, which Vegas runs. Um, we just, we, we're tired of begging for a free spot in a pre-existing drag show. Mm-hmm. And we want to build our own network of shows and build our own audiences. No shade to the drag queens. We love them. Of course. But like, we want our own spot. Yes. So um, we have come together as a collective and we have some spreadsheets and some tasks and some jobs and some connections to make. And we're going we're going to build it. Can you guys all uh, do like a joint cover of Come Together and spoof the fuck out of that? Come Together? Mm-hmm. Uh, so with the current ideas, I wrote a song that I wrote a beat. I made a beat that's very similar. It's like a mix between Missy Elliott's I'm a, She's a Bitch and um, Busta Rhymes' Touch It. Okay. And the idea is to do like a, it's a joint chorus, but each of us has a verse. Oh, and then cute. do a music video like wow. a... Of the fam, the fam, and then do an EP. We talked about it today, actually. Do an EP where we each pick a song of ours and remix it as a duet with one of the other people. Get out and do like a a group EP. Oh my god! Anyway, lots of ideas. I want to give love and light to them because fucking cool. A lot of the times in the indie music space, as an LGBTQ person, in my limited experience in it. I mean, you're a one-man band. You do everything yourself usually. You don't really have a team. You don't really have a lot of support. And you kind of are made to feel like in competition with everybody else. Mm. Because, again, it's like there's only – there's one spot at this night once a month. And there's one spot here and there's one spot here. And we're done with it. Mm. We're joining together. We're going to help each other out. Mm. Some of us are better at choreo. Some of us are better at production. Some of us are better at – organization and we're all gonna help each other out and uh put on really great shows and develop a following i am so happy with everything that you just said (laughs) love and light to the fam yes and if you would like to join our fam you can do that by subscribing to this podcast wherever you're listening to it Uh, make sure you leave a five-star review a rating a like you know whatever it is that engages that engagement helps us reach more listeners you can also engage with us on instagram at at dying alone podcast you can also follow 
follow me at at Jack Tracy Official. And me at JJ Bozeman. Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe. Wow.